Hello and welcome. Happy Thursday. Hopefully everybody is having an okay Thursday. <laughs> Joe here, Radio 690 ADV. Welcome to the podcast. Remember, video podcasts are also syndicated over to iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all the other platforms. You can catch them on there. Not only that, we're also on YouTube as well. And if you haven't subscribed or signed up on our website, go to 69080b.com. Sign up there. That way you're in, you're registered, and that way you can be in on our giveaways. Don't forget, we have a Patreon-only giveaway coming up uh, in about four weeks. I'm putting it together. I should have all that stuff put together, hopefully, by the end of the weekend. Um, That way... Uh, I can have that date that's out there, and if you'd like to be a sponsor on Patreon and donate a little bit to help out the 690 ADV, I sure would appreciate it. It would be awesome and fantastic to have you as a sponsor. If not, I understand that too. I just appreciate you stopping in and tuning in and being part of the channel. Don't forget, you can catch us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all of those, and uh, don't forget, if you like it, give us a thumbs up. Do not forget to hit subscribe and be part of the 690ADV. Today's podcast um, comes from a subscriber in Australia. His name is Jan, a really cool guy, and he sends me emails periodically uh, with great information, which is really cool. Don't forget, if you have information that you want to share, um, and if you want me to do a podcast or a video or any of that stuff, let me know and send me an email, uh, 690ADV at gmail.com, and I'd be more than happy to try to put something together and create a podcast or a video podcast on that. What Jan basically sent to me was he had a deal that he wanted to talk about larger cylinder or multi-cylinder bikes like your twins and your triples and what's the best bike for extensive multi-day trips, really kind of, you know, more about it and what makes them appealing and why do people want them and why would you want one? And what that boils down to is when we're talking about the big, larger multi-cylinder bikes, we're talking about, there's really only one triple that I know of and that's the Triumph. They are the triple, the Tigers. And then you move over into Yamaha, like the Super Tenere, the Africa Twins, BMWs, the GS series, you know, from 800 all the way up to the 1200s, and then KTMs, you know, which will run you between now the 790, which is really cool. And then you got the 10, the 11, which is 1190, is, it's been discontinued. And then you have the 1290s. And uh, what makes those motorcycles appealing and why would you want one and what's the benefit to having one i mean there's quite a few things that go along with those larger in in the bigger bikes first thing uh he put it in there he talked about comfort and stuff like that that's really kind of one of the big things now these bikes are heavy even the lightest of them are still going to be about 450 pounds 460 pounds and uh, the weight is kind of a big deal the reason that they have the weight is because you have to have weight to have 
comfort on the street. All right. Anything under 400 pounds, the bike, it's susceptible to all sorts of things. Um, especially if you're a new rider or if you're coming over from street, uh, to the dual sport world or the adventure riding world, the, uh, weight is kind of a big deal. If you're, if you're doing an adventure traveling on these adventure bikes, that's the reason they're all between about 450 and then they, man, they get up darn near close around 600 pounds. Most of them are comfortable uh, for the most part. So if you're thinking about a large adventure bike and and you want, you know, some advice or some help on this, and if you are an adventure rider and you have one, you know, uh, down in the comments, make sure that you you put your information down there and and why you like your bike and what makes it what it is. Now, I've owned uh, Suzuki Beastrom 650. Fantastic bike. Super great on the road. Off-road. Almost all these are really not, you know, just putting it plain and no sense in beating down and dragging it out too much and sitting there trying to make much. And I don't care who you are. Um, they're big and they're heavy and they're work off-road. So if let's get the off-road part out of the way quickly because it won't take long to do this. Now, some are better than others, but for the most part, they're all relatively, (laughs) they're, they're, they're not fantastic. You know, you, you see these professional riders on, uh, when they do their sales videos or their promotion videos and stuff like that. And what happens is these are some of the best riders in the world. Chris Birch, um, God, I mean, you know, even some like the KTM guys, uh, I mean, it just, you know, they, they usually get a, a professional rider to ride these things and they're doing wheelies and they're jumping over rocks and they're all that stuff. And <clears throat> that's just not reality. Uh, 95% of all the generalized public out there, uh, they want to do that. And they think if they buy that bike, they can do that. And in all reality, um, they can't, and I'm not questioning your skills. I'm not whatever, but when you're, (laughs) you're, you're moving around a 450 to 550 pound motorcycle. If you've never ridden one, just don't even talk about it. Don't run your mouth. You you don't know what you're talking about. Um, I've owned an 800. It was 500 and what? 30 pounds. It had 6.2 gallons of gas in it. Um, you know, off-road. I mean, I've taken it up engineer pass, cinnamon pass, in Colorado and I'm not going to lie to you there's some that I made it up and some I didn't make it up and but it's a, it's a whooping so in short they're just they're not really built for the technical or heavy technical stuff now they'll do it you can get any bike heck there's guys that are doing gold wings and, you know, <laughs> doing some insane stuff. So I'm not saying you can't do it. What I'm saying is, is you better be prepared and you better have some buddies with you because the bikes are super heavy. They're just not fantastic off-road. So know that up front before you do anything. You can watch all the movies. You can watch all the stuff. I don't care who you are, Facebook, whatever you're getting your information from. Um, yeah, they're heavy and they're it's work. It's work. And anybody that says anything different is lying. Um, you know, unless they're a professional rider and even the professional riders still have to work that bike a little bit. Uh, but they're, you know, but they're professionals. So moving on from that, let's talk about the great things that are fantastic with those bikes and what they're really made for and who are they actually for. These bikes are really for anybody. 
And if you want to travel, they're fantastic. Uh, my BMW F800 GSA, man, God, you could do 200 miles and it was like nothing. They're fantastic on the road. They're super comfortable. You don't get blown all over the place because of the weight. That's the kicker because of the weight and that twin cylinder that's in there. It just makes it hum. It makes it, it just, it makes it smooth. It's just smooth. Even when it's running at high revs, it's still smoother than any single cylinder that you'll ever ride. So that's really what they're made for. They're made for the road. Now they have, you see them, they got the gear, they got the crash bars and they've got the pannier boxes and they're big and fat and wide and you can pack the world and you can have all these things. And at the end of the day, it all boils down to you that everybody has this feel for the long way round and the long way down. And if you don't know anything about that, that was Charlie Borman and Ewan McGregor great movie everybody should watch it at least once but that's the claim to fame of where adventure writing really just kind of got noticed and it got pushed because it was a series so it's really cool really neat and (laughs) but the stuff they put it through you know they're like oh we're on our own and things like that you are but you're not you had a tag truck you guys had satellite phone i mean you had everything so they did do a lot of things but at the end of the day they still had emergency help if they needed it. Most people don't have that luxury. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but on the road, man, these adventure bikes, the twins and the triples. And I'll tell you what, that triple and triumph in the tiger series, ah, smooth as glass, man, smooth as glass. Had a buddy that had the uh, tiger. Uh, what is it? The 1100 or maybe it was one that I don't know. I, I don't keep track of it. Um, but <clears throat> Man, super powerful, super fast, but man, it was rough off-road. It was tough. It was just, just tough. And those triple engines, um, supposedly they got them fixed, but uh, they would just, they would have a delay in that fly-by wire, you know? And if you don't know what fly-by wire is, basically KTM, a lot of bikes are going to fly-by wire. It's basically, instead of having a throttle cable, it sends an electronic signal down to the fuel injector and then tells the, you know, how to do the baffle and, and, and send uh, power to the, uh, you know, fuel to the engine to, to give it power. Well, those triples had a slight delay back in the day. We're talking like five years ago is whenever I got to play with, with this one. And, um, it would have just a little hesitation off road. That's a big deal when you're expecting acceleration and it's not there. And then it just comes out of nowhere and it's very, very intense. Anybody will tell you that that's usually doesn't end very well and it can be very frustrating and it can really mess with your head, especially off road. But on the road, it's not a big deal because man, you're on asphalt or concrete or whatever, and you're dipping and diving and doing all those things. That bike on the road, God, it could just hum at a hundred. I mean, just beauty, just nothing short of beauty and the weight of it, you know, and most all of these, even the 790 and the T7 that's coming up, the smaller of the bikes, the, you know, the, 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 the GS 850 and the GS 800 and the 700 with the weight on that, when they're on the road, they stay very planted, which is very, very nice. So when you get up around 85, 90 miles an hour and you're on that desolate road and there's nothing out there, but the wind's blowing, 
Who cares? It's no big deal, man. You just straight as an arrow and just blow and go. It's no big deal. KTM 690, 500, any of these enduro bikes that are single cylinders, KLR 650, DR 650, I don't care what bike you're talking about, and it makes no difference. I don't care who you are. I've ridden all of them, and they all basically have wind problems trying to pass semis all that stuff you get wind shear and you get movement from the you know uh, from from <laughs> you know from the, the crosswinds all that stuff and it happens and it really can get in your head a little bit even though the 690 is great it's a fantastic bike it's probably in my opinion i think it is the best of all of the dual sport single cylinders that are out there that can go on the road and do the intense off-road i think it's truly the best because it has great power for the highway which means that it can pass semis in just like that i mean i can get around a semi like it's nothing and but some of these other bikes do it they do a fantastic job it's i'm not knocking them what I'm saying is, is it just, you, you get a lot of wind shear and, and the bike dances a lot on you when you're on the highway or if you have to do highway miles. So that's the downside, but that's what makes the bigger bikes great. Cause the bikes are planted because of the weight, which is really, really nice. And then you're moving up into the twins and triple cylinders, which makes them super, super smooth. So they just, they hum and they're that you get less fatigue when you're riding and they come with a lot more bells and whistles like cruise control, um, ABS, uh, traction control. You get all these things, which most of it is just for me, I think it's just a waste. It's not, I don't use it. It's not a big deal to me most of the time. Now, some of the times traction control, like if you're going, and you get some slippage, it will correct you a little bit, you know, like when you're doing turning and stuff. So I think traction control is kind of cool. ABS can actually be dangerous, <laughs> you know? So, but that's, that's one of the kickers to it is that, you know, the weight of it and the comfort and they're great for, for long mile runs. So if you are looking for something that you probably want to do somewhere around, you know, 70% street and maybe 30% light dirt and stuff like that, man, really look into an adventure bike because a, it's going to (laughs) be amazing on the road and, you know, if you're doing fire roads and you're, you know, like gravel roads and just light scree roads and stuff like that, that's not too intense and maybe some super light sand, nothing too intense or crazy, man, they work great. They really do a pretty good job. But if you think that you're going to go down all this technical stuff, be prepared. That's all I can say. Be prepared. No, I'm not going to sit there and sugarcoat it. Be prepared. And, and you better hope you're on your game and you better hope you have a buddy because you're going to be picking that bike up more than once. So, but Multi-day trips, long mileages, um, comfort, stuff like that. That's really where these adventure bikes really shine and it's where they come in. So that's what you need to think about. You know, if you want to get out in it and you really want dirt to be more of your world, then definitely you want to look at the single cylinder bikes and the and, and the, the lightest twin you can possibly get, like maybe the T7 and maybe the 790R, not the adventure, the adventure R. Okay. You know, (laughs) that's the one that's truly built for off-road. Now the other one will go off-road, but it is not, it's not built and they are not the same. So people keep trying to think that they're not the same. So 
this is not about the, this is not the KTM show. So, but, um, but who are they for? They're really for, uh, anybody that's coming over from the street and wants to get out and see the countryside. They're fantastic. And like I said, they're great for, um, long runs, multi-day. Um, they're really pretty good in the rain. Uh, they're pretty good in the sun. They have great wind blockage, so it's got good deflection. So you don't get a lot of buffeting in your helmets and stuff like that, which is real nice. They have lots of room. You can pack lots of things that you want to. Uh, if you want to camp, you can get lots of the stuff on there you can camp with. You can um, put all your beeps and whistles on there, your GPSs, RAM mounts for your phones, all that stuff. I mean, you know, you can charge a house because of the staters that they have on there. I mean, they're fantastic for charging all sorts of stuff. But keep in mind, with all of these really cool extra added things, that comes at a cost. And where the cost is going to get you is if you think that you want to go off road. So remember that the, 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 you gotta, there's, there's the scale system in anything that you do in life. And you know, when you do a big adventure bike, remember your scale is really high to the street. It is not to the off road. I don't care what anybody wants to comment down below. I don't care. Don't tell me, Oh, the Africa twins, the best. I can't really say one's truly much better than the other because I've, seen them all and I've ridden a lot of them and I will say that some are probably a little bit better than others but like far and above eh, not really because they're really all truly not fan totally fantastic off-road they're all you know white knuckle riding so and I don't care if you're it just doesn't matter you know I don't want to get into it so uh, if I had to make a choice, uh, I, this is coming from experience. I've never ridden an Africa Twin. I hear they're they're really they're really great bikes. I hear they're awesome, but I also hear that they're a little um, clunky <laughs> to say a little bit um, <clears throat> in the riding and some of the off road stuff, you know. But they still do a really really good job. So you know you're only as good as how you practice on your bike. the uh, The BMWs do a very good job. The, uh, I would definitely say, you know, if you really need to do mileage, um, the 800 GSA is great, but man, if I had to do it again, I'd go get the 800. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. I'd get an F 800 and I'd shave, you know, 30 pounds, uh, and maybe strap a little fuel because it only holds four like four gallons. And in all honesty, do you need six gallons? I mean, come on. Everybody wants to be a world traveler, right? But at the, at the end of the day, you're really not. So most people can get by with four gallons. Just, just saying I've done tens of thousands of miles and three gallons is really almost good enough for anybody. <clears throat> so, but, uh, like I said, they're good for everybody. Just remember they're more street oriented and they are heavy. They are not fantastic off road. Don't care which one. And uh, comments, anybody down below, talk about your bike. Tell them what you like about it and why it's fantastic and why'd you choose it. You know, I think that could help somebody out in the long run because that's really what this channel is about is helping other people that are trying to learn and figure things out. Hey, I'm Joe, Radio 690 ADV, 690ADV.com. And uh, do not forget uh, Fridays, Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. 
we have uh, podcasts and videos that come out. We try to help everybody. And if you can come in and help, we sure would appreciate it. Don't forget comments down below. If you like any of the gear and stuff that I have, we, uh, down in the description, we've done all the research for you. It's as cheap as you can get it. Uh, and it helps us out. We don't get much from it, but every little bit counts, man. I'll take a quarter if that can get it. So it helps with SD cards and camera stuff and, and all that. So, but, uh, you guys have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on our rant and ride. Do the best you can get out, ride. It's hot. I get it. And especially if you live in the South, it is definitely not cold, but, uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for stopping in. And for 690 ADV, I'm Joe and 690 out. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.